is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran. I love Hallmark movies. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark movies. I'm Michael Rady, and I really like being in Hallmark movies. And this is the Deck the Hallmark podcast. Michael, that was oh. a great intro. The fifth take was the charm. Yes, that's we right. I felt like one. we nailed it on that one. Yes, <laughs> we did. That's the one we should keep, I think. I, I think, no, right? you know what? I'm going to do the first one. I'm going to have to bleep a lot of things. <laughs> but I think I'll keep but the But there first. was that one moment. There was that one yeah. moment where it got really deep. I saw you guys, I saw Panda start to tear up. That's yep. right. Like there was that one. And that's the one you knew was going to, Yeah. there's some heart there. There's heart. Michael, yeah. I think you have a career in Sometimes this, Sometimes there's some beauty in the ashes. Yeah. You know I think just use the last one. Use the last one. Okay. But there was a few in there that were. Really good stuff. That was the thing is, is we were fine. You kept asking for another one. Yeah. I mean, you're the one that was kind Can of we have the, another? the prima donna yeah. in the situation. I'm a perfectionist. That's right. And I'm, yeah. and I'm, and I'm, I'm social distant. I have, I have nothing to do right now. Yeah. So <laughs> Michael, forget this. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Uh, I, I, if I understand this correctly, you literally have nothing else to do right now. <laughs> and so I feel like we, we, we're really coming in clutch here. <laughs> Tell everybody about how you are social distancing. How's your quarantine going? Are you doing okay? You got, I, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I it's, it, it's hard to make this sound interesting because everyone's going through it. Right. But I mean, yeah, I, not much has changed for us. We live on, I, I, I live in Connecticut on like seven acres. And oh, so wow. yeah, not, the kids don't know. They just know they're not going to school and like they can't eat all of the cereal they want to eat. <laughs> um, mm. I literally stopped my kid after like three bowls. Dude, Augie, you stop eating. There's not going to be any tomorrow. I had to do a thought experiment with him. I was like, okay, Augie, if, I, if, if you could have one marshmallow now or if you wait on that, what if I gave you seven marshmallows tomorrow? Like I'm getting into thought experiments with him to like I try mean, and see. Like he's like, no, I'd have one marshmallow now for sure, exactly for right. sure. Wow! <laughs> but if you, you eat can't all, count you eat all this, tomorrow, guys. You eat all the cereal. You got to go just out cut it right store. there. I yeah. think that's great. That's yeah. all we really need. For we really, Michael. but yeah. So 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 social so social distancing. I, I people have been coming to drop things off, and I forget. I just forget the six feet. <laughs> so. We had some guy. We also there's always tons of housework and yard work. Doing we're doing all of our gardening stuff, and so I had a guy drop off some topsoil and compost for us. And uh, I went out there to kind of meet him and give him his check and talked. And my, I turned around and my wife is at the window, just like <laughs> she's like, "Come in, come. what's what's wrong?" She's like, six feet. So what do you not understand about six? I, t- I totally forgot, hon. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I totally forgot. So you're are you a hugger too? More like an extrovert you- kind of guy? Yeah, I completely am. I, I would feel like the uh, someone came and dropped groceries off to us. Like, I, my, like we're not taking any. We got the groceries delivered. And I just uh, – he, he parked. And I – I was like, I was really trying to be my best husband self and really like, I can do this because I saw my wife at the window and I'm not going to walk. So I stayed like all the way across the the lawn. (laughs) Can you, can you just put them on? (laughs) Could you put them on the step over there for me? And there's like a couple back. He's like, he thought he was going to carry them to me. No, sorry, I got dirt on my, I got dirt on my hands. (laughs) You just stay over there. But I did it. I did it. I kept like. 
35 feet there, guys. Wow. wow. We made up for the other, the topsoil right. guy. That guy, you don't know. The grocery got bad news about him. <laughs> the grocery guy is now very insecure. That's right. Yeah. It's for the best. It's what you got to do. It's Michael, we're excited to get to talk to you about all sorts of things, including Hallmark, but really dig into the past a little bit and get to hear a little bit more about Michael. But you did say- Let's you, talk about life. You did Let's say you were it. a huge fan of our podcast mm-hmm. and, and you'd listen to every episode. Which one's, every your, episode. Which one's your favorite? Honestly, I loved one one fifteen. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah episode <laughs> episode one fifteen yeah. was a good one, you yeah. guys. It's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I really feel like we actually we, we finally hit our stride. Yeah, one hundred and fifteen ups in. Really started to you get did. it clicking. Yeah, yeah. started to get it clicking. Yeah. The first seventy or so, you're like, "What is this? Not why am I still listening?" Yeah, you, seventy hours of my life. What yeah. I don't get that back. Yeah. And then it went into this weird phase where like. I didn't know you guys. I guess everyone was, our was experimental phase. Was, mm-hmm. You guys were all drunk. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> and then we came out of that into like the hundreds and the hundred and tens, and then one seventeen. Man, now you did say one fifteen, but one fifteen. That's exactly what I said. They're both great. They're both great. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they were they were kind of bookended, <laughs> and then with that little interlude yeah. in the middle, one sixteen, one sixteen, but one seventeen and one fifteen were nice bookends. Yeah. One sixteen's a little squirrely. It's, it's a, a little, little squirrely. squirrely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've yeah, heard that before. Yeah, yeah we have yeah, for sure. Um, Michael, uh, yeah. tell everybody um, a little bit of like if you were um, setting up like a dating profile, like <laughs> tell everybody about who you are, what type of person you are. Um, and really get into the nitty gritty of Michael Rady. Wow, a dating profile of, of uh, for, could, could could you guys bring? Okay, I, mean, I, can't, I don't even know if I've ever seen a dating profile. Yeah, I don't either. Just tell us where you're from, where you came from, you know, how you met your wife, all those great things. I don't, and if you like long walks, Brandon's bad at asking questions. No, no, no. <laughs> dating profile. I'm ha- I'm happily married with three children. I love. <laughs> Being outside, um, open to people who are open to the. Obviously, someone would have to be open to that. Um, I, uh, well, I love I love surfing is is one of my biggest passions. I, which and I live in Connecticut. Yeah. It's a little wrinkle wow. in my plan. When, yeah, I was just going to say you're really living where all the big time homework actors live in Connecticut. We yeah. talked to so many from from Connecticut. Really? No. no. What are you doing in Connecticut? <laughs> I actually think Melissa Joan Hart is in. Bedford, New York. <laughs> okay. Like, All right. Okay. That's close. But right. there's two. There's yeah. two. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We're so used um, to doing yeah, these. No, old- we, get, we, so we moved out of Los Angeles almost two years ago. Um, we just want, I don't know. I had three kids running around. I didn't want to live in the city anymore. I wanted to buy, we wanted to buy a house for under $2 million. <laughs> like the buy-in in Los Angeles. And, you know, we just, we, I grew up in the woods in Pennsylvania, not the woods, West suburbs of Philly. Um, and I just so you, you know, grew up West Philadelphia, born and raised. Is born and raised in West Philly. Yeah, yeah, so literally. Yeah. Did, did you spend much time on the on the playground? Most of your days, tons, guys, uh, tons. That's beautiful. Yeah. Do you, do any chilling out, Max? Are you Max? I would Max all the time, you guys. I maxed my whole childhood. Oh man, that's West Philly for you. Is West Philly. I probably West Philly. maxed too much. Yeah. I probably maxed a little too much, yeah. and it shows in my grades. It shows in my grades. Yeah. I'm sure. I can't believe that. Yeah. I was a solid C student in high school. Yeah, um, which was great. That was really wonderful. Um, it was such a struggle. I, I went to uh, Temple University in North Philadelphia, mm-hmm. where I met my wife. We were uh, we did theater together, uh, theater majors together uh, at Temple University. Um, and, uh, yeah. And so all of the grandparents were here on the, on the East coast and 
and houses and, 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 and I don't know. I feel like I'm back in the real world. I, I feel like I'm on planet earth again, living on the East coast. Um, there's seasons. It's snowing right now. I don't know if you can see. Oh my gosh, that's cool. I, I know I had I, I I set this up perfectly and like like a cozy. But I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's got cool. It. That's awesome. It's beautiful. It's fantastic. Perfect. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> Do you know where we're based out of? Do you know? Do I what? Do you know where we're based out of? Where we are right now? Right, North Carolina. South, South Carolina. Carolina. Close. South Carolina. So, so it was uh, Sunday. It was 84 degrees, was 84 or Saturday. And then today, a- it's, I think it's 48. It's 52 and outside. Yeah, and raining. So it's just so. springtime. It it's crazy. Springtime. Yeah. Spring yeah, it's crazy. It's all uh, over the place. Yeah. So let's talk about, uh, so you grow up in, in West Philadelphia. You're born and raised there. Uh, at some point, I'm guessing you went to live with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Uh, you got into <laughs> acting. Uh, so kind of walk us through that evolution of your life, going from act, acting school temple to kind of getting into acting movies and all that good stuff. Oh. Oh boy. Okay. So, um, so I grew up watching, uh, musicals, movie musicals like Robert Goulet and Hans Christian Anderson and like, like Camelot and Fiddler on the Roof. I, that's what I grew up watching. Wow. Why? I don't know. I just love them, but I don't know if I, I, I'm scared of my own shadow to this day because all of my friends were always watching horror movies and I was always afraid of them. They would, they never made, I never enjoyed being scared. So I never watched them and I watched musicals my whole life. <laughs> Um, and so to this day, I'm still afraid of my own shadow. I don't, I don't really like, I don't like scary movies. <laughs> I took true. a girl to see what lies beneath, um, on yeah. a date we, and the, on the boardwalk down the, down the Jersey shore, d- down the shore. And, um, and I, I took, I, I, I took her sweater off of like the back of the seat. I put it over my head and put my head down in her lap to, cause I was so afraid. <laughs> oh my goodness. And you guys were happily ever after, right? She, she's like, what is your deal? Just go to sleep or something. And what lies beneath is Harrison Ford, Michelle Pfeiffer, right? That's not like it's a super horrifying. terrifying. Oh my gosh, Michael. It's, I shudder <laughs> just thinking about it still. There, there's this belief out there that if you just immerse yourself in, in horror movies, you'll be okay. Like if you watch yeah. that, if you, it, this is what you should do for Dude. your quarantine. You should, we will, we no, will we'll curate a Netflix up. party. We'll do a, ne- yeah, have you yeah. heard about Netflix party? You can watch it, it with friends and chat while we you're can, watching. We can chat. So we can curate yeah. a handful of horror movies. We'll watch them together. We'll yeah. chat about it. And by the end, when we're all able to walk outside <laughs> yeah. and go to the store and stuff, you'll be like, you know Dude, what? I'm better for it. I, I'm I can for just a horror movie review podcast with Michael Rady. I'm so uncomfortable. Just think, I mean, guys, you know how people like, I just saw an interview where a guy does he 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 interviews uh, people, but he he has them eat like hot wings while yeah. they yeah, hot, yeah, yeah, hot yeah. ones. Honestly, this feels something akin to that, like having <laughs> people who are terrified of their own shadow, like me, like reviews. this is a just think about the service you're doing for yeah. everyone else like you. This like, is a great podcast true. idea. You uh, watch and review a scary movie with somebody else who's also afraid, and you guys just talk about it together. Yeah, I, I, but honestly, I should, when you started describing it, I, I started to, sh- like, I was very uncomfortable. He was, he was getting nervous. Like, yeah. like I was imagining the ring. Like, I, my, my, my brother and sister-in-law, they love, sc- they're in their 20s, and th- they love scary movies, always have their whole life. And, like, the ring, they still say, is one of those ones that they remember how horrified, mm. how, how terrified they were. Are you, like, a really jumpy person? Like, do you get scared, like, a sound or whatever? Does it startle you? Mm-hmm. No, and I live like I live out in you know in the woods in Connecticut, and no, that stuff doesn't freak me out. It's no, I'm not particularly jumpy. I guess I have a very active imagination, and so once I start watching, I get sucked in. I'm I'm there. I'm right there with them. Um, 
It's, yeah. the, it's the unknown. You what's, know something's around the corner. You don't know what it is. What's your favorite mm-hmm. musical of all time? Favorite musical of all time? You watched him growing oh, up. You got to have a favorite, right? Fantastics, probably. I love the Fantastics. Fantastics. Fantastic. It's a okay. very small off. It, it was the longest running show in New York uh, until it closed because they, they it was off Broadway. Could, they couldn't afford their rent anymore in this old little um, this old little brownstone that they 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 put the production up in, like the basement of this brownstone. It's a beautiful, beautiful uh, show. It's, it's probably pretty hallmarky of all all the musicals, but it's boy meets girl, boy loses girl, boy gets her girl back. Um, but beautiful, tender, sweet. Um, music and lyrics and story. It's its all minimalistic. It's charming and adorable. Well, can I ask this question? Because I think this is really going to like show whether or not we continue this interview. Um, <laughs> if, 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 you, uh, if you had a Jellicle name, a Jellicle cat name, what, what would your Jellicle cat name be? <laughs> a Jellicle cat name? You have, have you not seen Cats? It's from Cats. Oh. No, I haven't watched Cats. The new Cats. I haven't watched Cats. Michael. No. Uh, Michael. No, and I never even saw the original. I no, yeah, no. Right. I'm sorry. You got? Oh, did you guys do a whole podcast? We did. Oh, a, we did a Patreon episode where we reviewed cats. You yes, got to see. Cats. Is it magnificent, you guys? It is, is it just terrible? It's the best thing. It is. It's it the is, best experience. You do not know what's going on. Like it is it, easily. We went to see it in theaters together, yeah. and we just could not. It was the most. We, fun. we couldn't it's stop laughing. One. It was great. It's a weird. It one. must be a wonder of the world, though. Like, oh. like the amount of time and money and effort that went into making. This. Yeah. Well, you just keep Why turning around. You're like, there's another Oscar nominee in yeah. this terrible movie. There's another one. <laughs> just there's an Oscar just licking himself. This movie. Licking themselves. Yeah. Like, you just, it, it's just unreal. No. Yeah. No. You got to check it out at some point. I so, think I do. I think on the uh, on the special uh, on the, the COVID quarantine. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think I need to watch. Now's this. the time, man. Yeah. Is it kid friendly or no? Um, it may disturb your children. I, it's not. There's nothing in it that I think is like super duper out of bounds for kids. But I, I think that the kids would be disturbed. I was disturbed. Yeah. I'm a grown up. Yeah. So I, like, I, you know, this one guy though did. It was this big guy. He, <laughs> he brought, brought his, he's two brought his two kids and he just slept the whole time. Yeah. He needed and, a nap. Cats yeah. was showing. Cats it worked showing. out perfect. Yeah. He went to sleep. <laughs> uh, so you, uh, you said you went to theater school. How early along in your life did you? realize oh, oh, yeah, yeah. you want to be an actor like this is something so you want to do. i um so i grew up watching musicals and so my parents knew and so i would perform like west side story was one of my favorites growing up that was probably my favorite musical growing up i sang i sang i would perform the songs all over the house and i think that's sort of what gave my parents the early on impression that oh our kid really likes to like you know i'm a dad now i read the signals of my children what they're into i think it was pretty clear that our son is super into performing and so um, f- a couple random productions that are on the periphery of my memory that they were like community things that I was a part of that my mom sort of pushed me into. And then um, – but I always still thought I was going to be a baseball player. I love baseball. Mm. Baseball was life. Nice. Uh, you a Phillies fan? Uh, I, yeah, yeah. I, uh, guys, I don't even follow sports anymore. Like I don't follow <laughs> sports. I, I, and coming from Philly where everyone – I'm an anomaly in, from Philly. Wow. Everyone. Who doesn't know or follow our sports from Philly? Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. I love jumping on the bandwagon always, but I don't keep up with it. I just, I've, yeah, that, that, it seems like I dropped that mantle early, like when I went to high school. So I thought I was going to be a baseball player, a professional baseball player. That was my dream. And then I got to high school and my mom, uh, my, my parents, my mom com- commanded it to be so that I was going to audition for the show freshman year. And my dad sort of, 
carried out her orders and drove me crying as a, a 14 year old crying <laughs> to the try like I oh, bargaining every trick in the book trying to get out of it and then uh, I got cast and and, and um, the, the 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 experience of, of make, making theater and rehearsing uh, it really it's 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 such an addictive uh, experience you really get to know these people really well and have so much fun together and sh the shared experience of, of the, the live performance, uh, it was immediately, um, enchanted me and I never looked back. And so I was in, I never, I never did any sports in high school. Um, after that I did all the shows and, uh, I think in sophomore year, my mother had me on, uh, <laughs> she put me, she found an on-camera acting class down in Philadelphia and she signed me up for that on Saturdays. And I went in there and he wound up, the guy who ran it, this acting studio, his wife was a manager in New York. And so he sent me up to her and she signed me. And then I was with her all through high school and college. And I didn't book a thing for like eight years or seven years. I would commute back and forth to New York um, to audition like all the time. I had a cell phone in like 1996. Boy. Everyone made fun of me. Oh, you're going to call Brady's going to call his agent. Oh, so look at his cell phone. So cool. <laughs> um, I had a little cell phone. Friends and my with dad all jocks, clearly. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it was. I still have my. I still have the same cell phone number from back then in '96. Wow. wow. Um, yeah, my dad worked for AT and T, and so we had like the like. I felt. It felt like we had early access to like secret equipment that no one else did because we worked. Right. But anyway, so I, yeah, and so then finally, I, I um, theater in college. I went to Temple University. 10, 20 blocks away from my high school uh, in North Philadelphia, St. Joe's Prep. Um, went to Temple, uh, did theater there, theater major, studied Italian. I, uh, Italian was also another passion in my life. I, after watching The Godfather when I was, I don't know, what, 12, 13, I wanted to learn Italian. And so that was another goal of mine in high school. I, I quit French because I sucked at it, and I had my <laughs> Latin teacher teach me Italian at lunchtime. Um, oh, good God. But you were a C student? C student, I because I didn't like I That's I didn't appreciate or care about for a C student, man. It's pretty go get as right. That's pretty yeah. pretty type A of me. That I know, is. but I follow my passions, and if, if I'm not passionate about it, like why why force someone to learn the shit that they're not passionate about? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, um, do you, are you fluent in Italian? I no, I, I don't use it anymore. If I, when I go back there, it takes me like two weeks, and then I'm good. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Wow. But so, yeah. So then I, I, I studied in high school. I went and did a some it was a college course, like Roman archaeology and topography or something like that. I did that. That was my first experience there studying there. And that was that sort of set the stage for the dreams to come in, in college when I would I, maybe that was part. I kept my grades up. I was a straight A student through college, knowing that I was going to go study in Italy. And I didn't want to have to worry about my grades at all. So I think I got like a C that semester in college. But I, uh, I, I kept my grades up, so it didn't, didn't hurt nice. me too much. Wow, but then, awesome. So then I studied there. I learned Italian, and then I went surfing through France, Spain, and Portugal after my um, studies. I went to that for a month and a half, and I traveled with a Brazilian kid who didn't speak English, and he had just lived in Italy for a year to learn Italian. So we spoke Italian every day for a month and a half. <laughs> and so that's how nice. I – that really helped me learn the language the best. Um, yeah. So And then I came back, and then I booked Sisterhood, and then – that's when I started working professionally in 04. So literally you didn't book anything before sisterhood of the traveling pants. I, I booked one NFL films, like pr preview 
special thing where I, I, I forget. I was you in know, Jersey playing somewhere. the footballs. <laughs> you guys, it was the most exciting day of my life. When my manager called me and told me, you booked it. I, I was like, no, this is a joke. I don't book things. I just, audition. I just go in and I audition and that's what I do. They're like, no, they're paying you $1,000. What? I'm sorry. I thought you said $1,000. And I was in, I think I, I was in high school. I may have been, in, I may have been like a freshman in college or a sophomore in college when that happened. It was, that was the, the, a thrill beyond Beyond explanation, that was that was that was quite a day for me. Wow. But then I finished college, and I was always auditioning up in New York all through high school and college. And then I got um, really close on this theater gig in London, um, and the, I gave this incredible audition. And the casting director uh, he he called me. He's like, "I'm sorry, the playwright really wants to use this other actor who um, he's used before, but you're you were that, that was quite a, that was wow." What an audition. I want to help you however I can. Let me help you get an agent. I'll call around some some big agencies. And so he helped me get my agent. I had like three big agents fighting over me and I had like no I had theater credits and 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 high school. NFL credits. films. NFL films. That's right. That's right. And NFL films. I want the exactly. NFL films guy. I want him. <laughs> you might recognize me That's from right. all of his work. I don't, yeah, I don't even know what I can't NFL remember what films. I even said. Uh, is there like it seems like you've had a lot of auditions and most of the actors we have on here will say, Hey, you know, for every hundred I do, if I can, if I can land one or two of them, that's really good. Is there something big that you were close to getting that you just are like, man, I almost got this one thing, like something we would have heard of that you just didn't quite get anything we would have heard of? Um, I tested with Milo for This Is Us. Milo and I tested wow. together. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so they, I think they saw like 800 guys or something. Wow. And then uh, they didn't, Milo didn't audition for them, obviously. Right. But they, I, I sort of discovered this all later. Um, you know, I read this pilot. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever, it's the most perfect pilot I've ever read. So I am just, you know, when those come along, you don't want to like it too much. Cause you just know you, 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 you book a small fraction of everything you audition right. for. And so the odds of getting it are so small. Oh, I really like this. Oh no, this is terrible. I love it. In fact, I'm in love with it. No, <laughs> um, went in auditioned and like went really well. And then she brought me back for the producers and it went really well again. Okay, great. They're going to test you. Great. This is, this is, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. This, this show is going to be the greatest thing on television. And then uh, I walk into the test and Milo's there. And I met, I've, I've known my, I, I, I don't know him very well, but we had met, he, he was, uh, he had dated Alexis Bledel for a while in Sisterhood. Right. And so we met um, when I was doing Sisterhood and we've seen each other a couple times since. And as soon as I walked in, he just looked so perfect. I'm also kind of defeatist that way, or I have a great imagination. <laughs> and I walk in and I'm like, oh, he's perfect. He's perfect for this, <laughs> but that's okay. It's okay. I'm I'm here too. We're, I'm, I'm, it's he and I. Like I'm I'm here to I'm I'm here to play. And so they had like four girls in the and like spectacular actresses. Um, and so Milo went in. They brought in one girl. They clearly they're going to be chemistry reading us. Okay, great. They brought in. They, they sent her out. They brought in another girl. They sent her out. Um, and he's in there for a while with all of them. Okay. And now they're sending the girls home. The girl, okay, you can leave now. You can leave now. <laughs> uh oh. And I'm here with all of the people testing for all the different roles, but it's Milo and I, and Milo and me, and he's in there. Okay, now the third girl goes in, and she comes out and they send her home. And the last girl, they send her, girl, sorry, woman, that's so sorry. The last woman goes in, and they send, um, they send her out. And then Milo comes out. Okay, great. He's he's out fun. And then he gets to go home. Take care, Milo. See you. 
Um, okay, Michael, ready for you. Uh, we, they asked the last woman, would you come back in with Michael? I go back in. <laughs> I know, like, already that I'm yeah. the fluffer. I, I'm <laughs> like, they can't give the network one option. That's a, that, there's no. no option there. So they have to bring in someone else. So they mm-hmm. say, look, we have Milo and Michael. So we got <laughs> Milo here. And so I know, like, the, 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 the feeling of... St- of how st- I felt so stupid because I was so excited and I was so, I felt like I had a shot. And so, oh, it's, it's now as they're sending these women home, it's crashing down on me. Like, oh man, I'm the filler. I'm the filler. But you, oh, you beat out. I never hundreds, had a shot at this. You beat out hundreds of other fillers, Michael. That's gotta mean something. Which, which, which my agents and managers picked me up. They're like, dude, out of 800 actors in town, you were the filler. So, I mean, that's oh. not so much. And I'll be That's honest, a- the amount of times I've walked into a room and saw Milo and just immediately felt defeated, I, it's too many to count. That's right. Too many like, to count. If you go into a room and Milo's there, you you're know, not, you're not getting the job. Over. You're not getting yeah, the job. Yes. I Everyone's watched, used to it now, Brandon. I watched, the, I watched the pilot of, of uh, This Is Us, and the material was so good, I just thought Milo looked too good. Yes. I said, he looked too good. I, like I too wish great. we could have like a, like a Michael Rady. Yes. Just Milo, but not. Like a notchdown. Like a notchdown. Like a Rady. No, you are, you, not, got, you are not a notchdown for Milo. No. Don't let anyone tell you no. that. Not even Dan. No, I, I love him. He's wonderful. He's yeah. great. He's so good at it. And I, it's, 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 it's all good. I, it, and these happen a million times yeah. in an we're, actor's we're life. Gonna, they really do. We're going to talk about all of the great things you've done, I promise. So I hate to follow it up with this question, but I ask it every time. Is there an audition you had that just went awful, like terrible that you can think of that you're like, man, that is epically bad. We've heard some great stories. Nikki told us a great one. Yep. Chris Palaha told us a great one. You got anything like that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> one, one, one standout for me was, uh, I think I was in college still and, uh, it was for the, the Whoopi Goldberg show. It was a sitcom Whoopi Goldberg starring in it. And like the note was they can't find this character the note is like, just be funny. You gotta be funny, <laughs> funny. They need funny for this guy. You go be funny, be this guy. This is you get the part. I get the, I get the material, the sides. I read it. This isn't funny at all. This just isn't funny. <laughs> this is not funny. Period. This is not funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I call, I call like the funniest person I know. I'm like, dude, what do you think of this? He's like this, this, this is not funny at all. I said, I know. I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So he's like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to rewrite the material. Oh, I said, Oh gosh, Tony, Tony, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. This sounds like a horror movie. This is awful. The golden rule is you, you don't, you don't mess with their material. They don't like you because you're, you're going in to perform it for the producers and the writer. Right. Here's your material. It's so funny. Let me perform it for you. You don't, a bi- I'll say a major school of thought is don't change the material. Right. So this is a big, this is a, a ballsy move. So, okay. He's like, dude, if we do this, you just, ha- you have to crush it. The material is going to be amazing. You just have to crush oh, it. No. <laughs> I'm nervous okay. for you. I'm nervous <laughs> for you. This hurts. This- <laughs> Let's go. So uh, honestly, my, so, so we, so great. We, we write, we rewrite three pages of material into three pages of magnificent, hilarity joke after joke after joke really funny i show up huge casting director in new york massive casting director lots of broadway lots of tv um 
I go in there. Uh, Mike, we're ready? We're ready for you. Come on in. I walk in. And now I have material that the reader who's reading the scenes with me does not have. So I bring in an extra, an extra copy oh. for them with like highlighted. I said, you know, I actually, I, <laughs> I punched up the script. <laughs> what you say? There's no good way to say it, but I was like, you know, I did an alternate version where I, I wrote, I, 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 I rewrote an alternate version. Maybe we could try this. Oh. <laughs> okay, sure. Let's, let's go for it. By this point, my nerve, I was, it was so early in the game for me of the auditioning game. I, I, I was so nervous, uh, but a little wind in my sails. The reader took it. She, she, oh, great. This is exciting news. Let's see. Oh, this is really funny. Like even she having okay. to read all the same schlock all day long for auditions was like relieved. Oh, this is really funny. So I'm like, okay, good. Here we go. Okay, good. <laughs> you can do this. You can do this. And I proceeded to tank it. <laughs> I missed every joke. I missed every button and punchline that we had written and worked on. My nerves just got the better of me, tanked everything. And so here's this fellow, rewrote our material. <laughs> doing material we've never heard that isn't funny. And what is happening? And then they say, okay, could we try the original one? Oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm, dri I'm now just, I'm just <laughs> mopping my sweat off of my back. Oh, my, yeah, we'll try. we'll try. I'm blind at this point. I can't see. <laughs> Because basically what you did, Michael, is you went in and said, hey, I read your script. It's not funny. Don't worry. I made it funny. It's still not funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's still not funny. And I'm going to take a big dump on That's the right. floor in front of That's, right. That's exactly right. <laughs> and then we'll all look at that. And then I'll leave. Yeah. yeah. Man, you nailed it. Man. And that's you how they booked you so for bad. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. You got it. Uh, you got how, the job. That's how he got Seinfeld. That's how he got Seinfeld. Let's talk about Sisterhood because you go from NFL films uh, to Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Uh, so that is one heck of an agent. So let's talk about it. We had to leave you guys. That's NFL like, films, my career in NFL films. That 10% better have a little something that's, extra that's on right. it. That's right. I'm just saying. So Segway into – oh, here's another one. I almost I almost got the um, – dodged a bullet on this one. Almost booked the uh, – oh, what was his name? On Blue's Clues. I was on when they recast – Oh, my gosh. Uh, yes. Uh, what was uh, – Steve. When yeah, they recast yeah. Steve – they had a big, huge casting call. It came down to me after months. Yeah. It came down to me and Donovan. And so they brought us in to do a whole screen test. God, where that footage is, I, I would love to They kept bringing oh, in yeah. Blue, and they kept sending them home. <laughs> different no, dogs. No. Different Blue dogs. Next. No, no. That blue's no good. You can't smoke, Blue. You yeah. can't smoke. By the time they got to you, you were auditioning with a beagle. You didn't have a chance. He was red. <laughs> So you crushed so, yeah, it. So they, we filmed a whole episode. I shot a whole episode of Blues Clues. Wow. Uh, oh, my goodness. It's like a test. Um, <laughs> and I this was like, I, I was definitely like, a, a I think, a, a freshman or a sophomore in college. And like the amount of money, they, I mean, compared to what an adult makes, what anyone who's been working for any amount of time, they were going to pay me nothing. But I was going to, oh, my gosh, like a five-year contract? I'm going to, this is going to be... This is the best. My my agents and managers were like, "What what are you doing? Stop! It's okay if you don't book this. This will be fine. You don't want this. Don't you don't want this?" And I'm like, "No, this is. I just see dollar something. Like this is going to be great. I can make a living as an actor." 
um, didn't book it. You guys, here I am. And the film, film, so I got to make the leap directly to. Wow. Could, could you, before History. we dive into, could you, could you do a little uh, handy dandy notebook, Steve? Could you do a little monologue? You guys, it was quite hard. The 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 eyes the, the eye lines for like yeah. Mr. Salt and Mr. Pepper were like all the way across the room on the far side of the room. At one point, Steve turned to me because I had to, we had to film our episode with Steve. Sure. So I'm doing this episode of Steve, and we're like between takes, and he's like. You don't want this job. Trust me. <laughs> Steve just talking truth over there. Got it. Oh, now, he, you know, he, he honestly looks like like a mental health. He's he's talking. He's like, oh, yeah, and you and that and that. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I could approximate it. It was just wow. I know, we're 25 feet away across the room. That's great. Remember that time when like every couple of years there'd be the rumor on the internet that Steve died and then Steve would have to be like, I didn't die. I'm still here. (laughs) I'm just trying to play music now. Michael, are you almost the dude you're getting Adele guy as well? Like, you just just do all this? (laughs) Yeah, he went and does, he does theater. He does theater and like, He's not dead. He's not dead. That's wild. All right. Good for him. Good for him. So we made it to Michael's first role 30 minutes in. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> so, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Tell yeah. us about it. How'd you get it? What was it like? Oh man, that 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 started everything for me. I was I felt I feel so fortunate to be part of that movie. Uh, the first one. So, um, I I booked. I so I did had that inter, that that audition that went really well with that great um, theater casting director in New York City. He got me my agent, and then a, my agents just started started sending me out immediately. On like three things a day, I'd be traveling up to. I just graduated college. I was working in a theater in in um, Wall Street Theater down in Philadelphia, and they're sending me up three times a day. I had auditions in New York, wow. um, and I but I lied to my agents when I got them. I told them I was living in Manhattan, so I couldn't pass on anything. So I'm training up there. I'm like getting. I'm finding you know, like Starbucks bathrooms to like change in and get ready for my next audition, and using the bathroom in the next audition to change at the next one, and sleeping on the on the buses on the way home. The great, the Chinatown Greyhound bus um, from Philly to New York, and so one of them was uh, for the sister of the traveling pants. It was one of three auditions that day, and they said, "Do you need some kind of European accent? So do do some, some." Okay, so I I speak Italian, so I'll do an Italian accent. So I went in and I did an Italian accent, and uh, it went really well. And so he said, "I, I think I'm going to bring you back tomorrow. Keep working your accent. I'm going to send your tape." Um, I just, I think you're going to be coming back tomorrow with notes. Uh, cause th- this went well. Okay. You don't usually get that, that kind of, uh, advance notice. So it was great. Okay. I went home. I kept working it more, more Italian accent. I went in early. I was sitting at the, um, I went to little Italy, uh, a restaurant, in little Italy, right before my audition. It's just kind of listening to everyone, the, 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 every, the servers speak Italian, getting it in my bones. And then my phone rang and they said, Hey, they, uh, they, they don't want you all to audition anymore today. You're, they, they canceled your audition. Um, they're going to fly you to Greece tomorrow to screen test with Alexis on, on, in Santorini. What? Like, what, what, guys, uh, he, up until this point, it was NFL film. That's yeah. right. And now, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's Rory motion. Gilmore. <laughs> this is crazy pants. And so this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. This is, needless to say, like my neighborhood, my family, ever, this is a pure meltdown of excitement and joy. Take, take the. I think it was it was a Friday afternoon, and the rush hour traffic going 95 south from New York to. It felt like it took 11 hours to get home, and I'm going to Santorini tomorrow. And I was trapped on this bus. It felt like for 11 hours. Get home, pack my bags. They fly me, you know, first class, international, which 
they, they spent a million dollars on that was what the experience just flying at you so quickly. Uh, I felt like Seinfeld at one point. There's a Seinfeld episode. Would you would you like anything else? Mr. <laughs> anything? Can I get you anything else? Or can I uh, can I get you more of anything? More of everything. <laughs> <laughs> Caviar trays, and I, I said that's a delicious bottle of wine. Whatever that that Chardonnay was was delicious. Oh, we'll, we'll give you a bottle of it here, guys. Whoa. I'm 22 years old, and, and I, I'm working at a bar and feel like what? This is insane. Wow. What? Mm. This is great. And so uh, I get to Santorini. Um, I do my screen test with Alexis a couple pretty soon thereafter. I'd say a day or two later. Um, but they, no, 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 I didn't. Sorry. They brought in a dialect coach. They brought in three of us, me from New York, um, two guys from New York, me and someone else. And another fellow from Greece, from Athens, Milo. Um, they were, they were the <laughs> three of us. Um, so we were there for a week, just wardrobe fittings and things. Uh, they brought a dialect coach in. Um, and so I'm working a Greek accent now with her for oh, five, six, seven days. Um, and now I'm meeting this, and I, we're, they have us staying in this little part of the island called Ia, which is a very famous part of the island. It's very picturesque. There's windmills and all like the, the white dome stucco mm. um, houses overlooking the blue caldera. It, if you see a postcard from, from Santorini, it's from Ia. And so they have us staying I'm in a little cave house in Ia. Um, but I'm also trying, I'm just trying to get as fit and in shape as possible. So I'm running everywhere. I'm exercising everywhere. I'm meeting the entire, this little town of, you know, there's 11 people who live in the yeah. town. And I meet, I know, now know all of them. They're, they all know my story. They're rooting for me. The whole little village knows me. And every day, every time I see them, hey, have you heard anything? Have you heard anything? No, nothing yet. Um, and so I do my screen test and I still am hearing nothing. Now they're filming already. They started shooting all the scenes that I'm not in. They start, they're, they're oh, beginning wow. filming. And I'm still just working. They, I know they sent home one of the guys, um, the other guy from New York. They sent back. They sent home. So now it's, they're trying to decide between me and this Greek guy to play this Greek guy. Wow. Um, and so I know. Um, and then I remember it was like 11:30 at night. I'm I'm working with my dialect coach. 11:30 at night. Just if this goes, I need to like be ready. Here we go. And then Ken Quapis, our director, and Alexis uh, showed up after their day of filming. And he's like, "Hey, Mike, I just wanted to let you know that you, you got the part." Um, wow! It was pretty. That was it was very exciting. So I went. We went out. We got a little celebratory ice cream since I was trying to stay in such great shape. Uh, we went out and got ice cream, and I told the people who ran the store. I told, and so they spread it all around town. It felt like Greek Idol, like a, a, a version of American Idol, except it was Santorini Idol because <laughs> everyone was like waiting to see if I would get it. Um, yeah, apparently the Greek guy, his accent was a little too thick. They, yeah. So they, they were having a hard time understanding wow. his English. Um, and so I got it, you guys. Dude, Holy that's cow. fantastic. And then you, I, I feel like we've been on the journey with you. That was fantastic. That was I awesome. know you got the job but in, when man. I found I'm out. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, got excited. I got it. I got it. I, <laughs> I imagine that it must be one of those things. You know, you go from NFL films to sisterhood. It must be one of those things when you find out that you get that job, you just start thinking like of all the things that this is going to lead to. Like you start thinking, this is it. This is my thing. This is what I've been waiting this for. This is it. That's got to be yeah. so exciting. There's got to be nothing yeah. like it. I turned to my, because um, I was doing construction. My, my plan was, okay, I finished college now. I got my degree in theater. Yes. I'm going to bartend. I, got, I'm, I work at this called, it was a, it's called Tiki Bob's. It was a very, standard. it was one of the hot clubs in Philly. Yeah. It was a tiki, tiki, but it was just a mess of drunken debauchery. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and so, um, but I would make so much money there. I, so my, my plan was, oh, great. 
I'll work, I'll, I'll bartend on the weekends and I'll just audition and, and whatever. And, and then I'll do construction, um, you know, during the week and I'll, you know, whatever happens, happens. Great. Um, that was my big plan, by the way. Um, <laughs> so, so prepared for life. And, but then, so, so Ken, Ken and, and Alexis, they leave the house and I try and stay quiet for a few moments. And then I'm like, Oh my God. I put, and I'm Paula, Paula Jack, my dialect coach. I'm, she's just so over the moon for me. And, she gives me the biggest hug and I look at her and I'm like, Paula, I don't think I'll ever have to bartend ever again or do construction <laughs> ever again. Have you had to? And she's like, whoa, everybody. <laughs> don't get ahead of yourself. Uh, I love it. Glad I didn't get ahead of myself because I sure did have to. No one knew who I was for a year when yeah. I did Sisterhood and before yeah. it came out. Mm-hmm. So I'm like working at Tiki Bob's. Poor, he wanted a $4 Miller Lite. Here you go. You want to? Okay. Sex on the Beach. There you go. And like, yeah, no, I actually, I was in a, I'm in a, a Warner Brothers movie that hasn't come out. Yeah. Sure like, you what? are. No, you're not. Sure you are, buddy. <laughs> sure, sure you are, buddy. <laughs> yeah, sure you are. Of course. Yeah. Here's a, here's, here's, keep, keep the change. Keep the change. <laughs> I keep saw the... some bartender, poor man's Milo down there <laughs> thinking, <laughs> thinking he's in a Warner Brothers flick <laughs> out of your mind. Have you seen Heroes? This guy couldn't hack it. <laughs> And how good was Heroes? That first season of Heroes. Heroes was great until it wasn't. Dude, that That's first season was just <laughs> valid. I mean, valid. so good. Have you seen Gilmore Girls? I haven't, no. Okay. All right, well, then that's hey, fine. So let me ask you I've this. Seen, I've seen bits and pieces, but I never watch. I never, I never. So, Michael, you do end up getting other gigs after Sister of the Traveling Pants, and you become, uh, I don't know if they're series regulars or not, but you get long stints on a lot of really popular shows. The Mentalist, yeah. Melrose Place, unreal, uh, timeless. Um, so yeah. is there a, anytime these TV shows, they last as long as they do, you know, you hear actors go, Oh, we're one big family here at, you know, at, at Melrose place or wherever. Is there one gig that you had before we dive into Hallmark? Is there one gig that you had that you worked a, a TV show that you worked on that you're like, this cast and crew is just the best, most fun group. They're all looking out for each other. And I know that it's easy as an actor to, to do be political and say all of them, but like, is there one that stood out more than the rest as being just like, even if it was just, even if you just showed up for one episode at like of happy endings and they just were great. Like, you, like, is there one that stands out to you as just being such a family? Wow. Um, when, when am I, uh, yeah, probably Emily Owens MD. I would have, only because I was Emily Owens, MD, uh, CW show. It was, um, I think two years after Melrose place. Uh, my son was just born. He was three weeks old. Wow. The show gets picked up and, uh, we had to move to Canada three, when my son was three weeks old. <laughs> I got rid of our apartment in LA. We moved everything in a 26 foot U-Haul up wow. to against every, all of my loved ones and, and advisors, uh, best <laughs> advice. I it's like no, we're good. We're I'm, I'm, wow. I believe in the show. We're going to be good. So I moved everything up there, and uh, it, it, that that had a good top down. Jenny Snyder Ehrman, our creator, she has has a great energy as a showrunner, um, and uh, Dan Drink, Dan Jinks, our producer. Um, Mamie Gummer was our lead. Justin Hartley, he was my butt. He 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 was the best thing that came out of that though. But I wanted to say um, my friendship with him. Um, I, I was at a time when we were, we were new parents. We were isolated now because we left everything. We left LA. We had nothing. Um, and I, we, we were needing a sense of community and family. And so the, I, I, I guess I just felt that extra, um, 
and and more on that production. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, so the the catering would send me home with food for my wife, so wow. she didn't have to like like figure out food. And I was I, I was living two minutes up the road from literally from driveway to the the gate to the production studio. It was two minutes up the hill. Um, and so I could go home for lunch. I could bring her food. The cast would come over, and we would have like piano sing-alongs. That that piano came from from Vancouver. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, there it is. There. Wow. It's backwards. I, it's <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Um, so yeah. So that one. Um, there were lots of good people involved in that one. But yeah, it is hard to. Yeah. I, I haven't had any stinker experiences either. There's good. some people with horror stories, and I haven't had any. Aside there, from Blues Clues, there yeah, was just cocaine on. everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. The drugs <laughs> rampant <laughs> on Blues it was insane. Clues. NFL films for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was early. You were you were an impressionable young lad. Um, yeah. The let me ask you this: Who is more rabid fans, Hallmark movies or Timeless fans? Because Timeless fans are nuts. Clock, the clockers, clock, whatever it is. Yeah. I watched timeless. And then after the second save timeless campaign, I'm like, I'm not sure if I fit with this group of people or not. Like I just, (laughs) I casually watched the show and you were good in the show. Like, but like who's what fan group is like more rabid in your opinion, more ardent. I'm going to go Hallmark. Really? Yeah. I mean, everywhere I go, there's a Hallmark fan. I mean, (laughs) I'll be, I'll be like sleeping on the plane and the server will be like, Hey, sorry. So, I'm so sorry. I love your movies on Hallmark. Thank you. Even great casting directors. I'll, I'll like walk out of a, an audition and the casting director will be like, Michael, I just want, I just want to let you know. I love your Hallmark movies. <laughs> it's like a big secret. You're not supposed to love them out loud. It's a secret. You're not supposed to love them out loud. That's it's right. so funny yeah. that like the, the people who know that rule and the people who don't. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's the unabashed fans who are just like, oh, my God, I love like in, in, in like I walk through Grand Central Station and there's oh my god you're on Hallmark, but then there's like the yeah, yo hey bro, <laughs> I love your I love your Hallmark movies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why are we whispering? Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> six feet, Michael. Six feet. Six feet. I'm, uh, sorry, <laughs> I'm interested. You, uh, I, I think you've been doing Hallmark for like five years now. I'm interested. There's uh, some actors there. They'll kind of go in for this Hallmark role. And their uh, agent or something might be like, if you do this, like it's maybe cuts out some things. Was like, was Hallmark for you? Was it like a Blue's Clues situation where your agents were like, maybe don't get too excited about Hallmark? Or were you, was it like, this is it. I love these. Like, this is going to be a good, a good thing for me uh, moving forward. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's evolved for sure. It came along. It's just a, an email or a phone call that came along one day and it was like, Hey, you want to go do this movie? Yeah, I do. I my I'm having a, I'm having my daughter was the first one, pardon me. The first one I did was when my daughter was, I think like four days after my daughter was born or something, I had to go and do, um, Christmas at Homestead. Oh my gosh. Um, and that was just like, you know, you're bringing children, you have, I have, I'm a dad. I, 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 like, I, I want to, I just want to work and I want to work with good people. I didn't know if Hallmark was going to be good people or not, but yeah, I would love to do it. Great. It's three weeks done. Uh, I went and did it and had a, a wonderful time. Steve Monroe, our director, um, it was just, we had a great, great time doing that movie. And I was like, oh, this, and apparently, I, I, I guess, whatever, they, they, they were happy with, with whatever I did. And so they brought me back again to do another one and then another one. And, um, and now it's the last year or so, it's been growing and they've been using me more. And um, I'll be honest with you, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So and you, I you, love 
they're all great people. They're, they're so wonderful to work with. I feel like they only hire nice people. Um, we have a tremendously fun time doing it. Um, I, I, everything I do, I think acting is acting and everything I do, I, 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 I learn, I figure things out. I never do. I feel like I've, I've nailed anything or, or, or gotten anything. I, I, it's just always this process of trying to figure it out and, and whether it be at Hallmark or, um, you know, or house of lies or, or, um, or Emily Owens, MD or unreal. It's just always an opportunity to figure things out with the craft. And so I, I'm, and to, it builds familiarity with just being in front of a camera with being on set and with your own instrument. I work is work is work. Mm. Was it a pretty big adjustment going to, I mean, because they're 15 day shoots and they have a pretty aggressive filming schedule. Was it a pretty big adjustment for you having to shoot that much? I mean, you guys go through pages of scripts. Was that big, uh, uh, adjustment for you or not really? Um, no, it wasn't too bad. Honestly, TV is pretty, when you're, when you're in it in television, it can be pretty, pretty heavy as well. And so, you know, a, a six, seven or eight page day is not unheard of. And, that's usually what we're doing on these Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I did, uh, New Year's Resolution, I, it hasn't aired. They, they pulled it from the schedule. Um, mm-hmm. It was supposed to air in, in, I think, you know, late December. Um, it was their only New Year's movie. But um, we had like the 15-day shoot. I think we had, oh, what was it? It was, oh, I can't remember the number. We had some spectacularly large number of locations within 15 days, like something Hallmark has never done before. Hmm. I want to say, I want to say like between 15 and 20 something locations in 15 days, which wow. is stupid. That's it's crazy. just, it looked great. It looked dynamite. I think, I think, um, it was a great movie. I'm not entirely sure what went down, why it got pulled. Is but, that uh, frustrating when you work so hard on something just gets pulled from the schedule? What I mean, like, yeah. And, it's, and my, my work is only, you know, the, a little bit of prep from however much lead time I have. And then the, the, the days on set, like there's plenty of people like the director specifically, Leslie, who, who she also did, um, two turtle doves. Like she, she, they have six, seven more weeks of work around it on, on, on each end than, than I do. And so all these elements that go into it, I mean, from the top down, every, every element, um, every part of the crew for all of that to happen, all that money to get laid out. And then it just, goes away gets put on a shelf it, it, I, I i don't yeah it's Man. it's boggling but that's yeah. okay you've got other critically heralded titles coming out like you're baking me crazy <laughs> you're baking me crazy guys <laughs> you guys that's um, a real movie it's a real movie going to be in correct it's a real book that they turned into a real movie wow. so <laughs> so hallmark has this new um partnership with scholastic books um and they uh I don't know how many they're doing with them to start. I think it might be three or four. Um, and so they're taking published property from Scholastic Books and they're finding ones that work well. Um, I think Scholastic is mostly young adult novels. And so they're taking them and they're adapting, adapting them to um, a mature audience, an adult audience for Hallmark. It's, let's say like a clean adult audience or a, a wholesome adult audience. Um, and so I don't know how much um, of our movie how much resemblance it will bear to Susan Nelson's book. You're making me crazy for young adults. I think it's an opportunity for scholastic to take the property to reissue a cover and to say, 
to tie it in with Hallmark and Hallmark's brand, um, and Hallmark gets to use pro- like do tie in property tie-ins, and so that's why we have a movie called You're Baking Me Crazy yeah. it's because of that sort of business world of tie-ins yeah. and brands well, association. How, mu- how much bacon is there? How much is there a lot of bacon in it? For for a 15 year vegan, there's a lot of bacon. <laughs> Did you have to a eat bacon? bacon? What's up? Did, Did you, you have, have to, to eat, eat bacon? I didn't. No, okay, actually, did I? I think they gave me vegan bacon at one point. Oh, okay. yeah, I did. I'm sure that's. But you delicious. don't really see it. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the food truck that I worked out of. So the the, the pr- premise of it is uh, these two food truck captains. I call it food truck captains. Um, pilots, food truck pilots. We uh, we have our food trucks in Portland, and um, they wound up falling uh, uh, falling in love, of course. But uh, they they both become involved in this food truck competition in Portland, and then the winner gets a hundred thousand dollars. And um, over the course of that competition, we sort of meet, fall in love, and uh, live happily ever after. What? But my truck is called Mo Bacon is the name of my truck, which is a real food truck that they found in Vancouver to use for shooting. It's really called Mo Bacon. They're like, this is is perfect. We're not going to change the name of it. Mo Bacon, it shall be. Um, But this food truck, the set dressing for it, they just (laughs) left. They left the thing just filled with. (laughs) I don't even know the names of these me- like versions of pork and, wow. and lots of bacon everywhere. But it was February in Vancouver, so they just left it in this metal truck, oh. and so it just smelled like metally meat and oh. oh. And then there was like a thing of bacon fried rice, like a a buffet, tr- like a sterno pan or whatever that was. And that just stayed there for 15 days, guys. I love, it. I love that the 15 year vegan gets that on his on his truck. It was just a special little joke from the universe. Yeah, it, it was, was hilarious. So, <laughs> I mean, it was it, we were moments from maggots in the in the bacon fried oh, rice. Oh, <laughs> oh. So enjoy the movie. Have a, enjoy the movie. So aside from that tre- treasure of an experience, what's your favorite Hallmark movie experience? Uh, experience? Which one is your favorite that you've done? You guys. Nope, you got to do it. We asked the hard hitting questions. I, can you guys guess what I'm going to say? Two turtle Two doves? Turtle I think I'm going to say it. It was pretty it was pretty dreamy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a because we had um so our our producer Ashley, our director Leslie, our our other our on-set creative producer Kevin Duda, um Nikki, Michaela and myself and Zach played my brother. We just had this it was a wonderful little family we had there and um it was a a second go. It felt extra magical from the start because Michaela and Nikki and I and Leslie had just worked together in Savannah doing um, Love to the Rescue. Thank you very much. Wow. <laughs> wow. For hating Hallmark movies, you sure? I've got, a, I've got a memory recall. that would make you think that I like them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we had just come off of that and two months later. And that was dreamy and, and, and seeing the experience through me or experience kind of seeing a 10 year old experience the family that gets built around a three week shoot. It's, it's intoxicating. It's like being a parent at Christmas time. It's there. This is, this is really watching the kids and being enchanted by Christmas, watching her be enchanted by the, this, the process and, and the experience of making, Oh, it was, it was very, a very dear experience. And so two months later, here we are in our wardrobe fitting and Michaela walks in and I knew the character was named Michaela, but I didn't, realize it would be you and then Nikki's like yes here we are so awesome it was from the start we were already walking on air and the story was really sweet and beautiful and I felt like um our writer Sarah Montana gave us a lot to 
to plumb and, and, and experiment with. And, um, yeah, hands down. That, well, that's my it, number one. It was, so a, far. I mean, viewers tended to really have strong reactions to that movie. They love the movie. Uh, it's easily, I've said this in our podcast. Uh, we watch a lot of these movies. I don't really like any of them. This one did the best job at handling real human emotion and real grief. And that's, I would say, I would say you'd have to attribute that at least somewhat to a, a cast and crew that's comfortable with each other and is comfortable with trying things that maybe Hallmark movies necessarily wouldn't try with people that are just meeting each other and trying to do things in 15 days. So yeah. it's, I mean, and I would just say, I think we can all agree without NFL films, yeah. this movie doesn't no, no, happen. No, 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 no. It doesn't happen. And so, guys, it's a piece of the puzzle. That's it's right. A piece of the puzzle. That's right. Did you, uh, after you did Christmas at Pemberley Manor, did they say no more beard for Michael Rady ever again? Or was it sounds like they said that? I, I'm, yeah, I, I feel like that's the way it went down because that's how that's how it's been. Which is a shame because I like. The beer. I thought the beer was really good. You looking, were fetching. Man. You know what? Yeah. I'll just say this: it's been a Thanks, little guys. a little shake up at the top, and I like to think that that's going to lead to some more beards. Uh, that's just me. Look, that's just me. I, I, I'm pro we'll beard. Michael Rady's a stunner, regardless. Yeah. Like, oh, I that's be clear, not. Let's not. Beard, I love you guys. Come on. I love you all. I like. I to, I'd like to see Milo grow a beard. He can't. I'd like to see Milo wear a beard. That's right. That's right. He can't. He can't even grow one. It's or a mustache. Oh wait! <laughs> no. Oh no! No! Mm. No! But but along what you were saying, we can't always. We don't. We obviously we can't. I can't control the the final product. And um, so I've had a lot of experiences at Hallmark with certain scenes um, where I'm quite excited to see the final product, uh, just because things really coalesced at a certain point when we were shooting it, and that take felt really good, and I thought we really found something there. And um, if it dips into too much emotion, either way, right? Too high or too low. It, right. Usually, they'll they, they like to keep it sort of right yeah. through here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fun. That's really that's just really fun to do, guys. Don't mind me. Do <laughs> <laughs> no, no. you, man? And so I can't really control that. And so we always I we always show up to play. Um, I don't. My my buddy Joe. I was I said this earlier. I was being I was being glib. Uh, but with the B game thing, show up with the B game. My buddy, that's how he. That's the takeaway for him in all in that in this sort of story that I'm telling is, oh, they just want your B game. That's all they want. <laughs> you show up, work for three weeks with your B game. But that's not the you know, that's not the way. We, right. We're joking because we don't do that. We show up and I don't know what they're going to use. And so I hope they use. Um, that's why it was two turtle dubs was so special to us mm. is that. Um, the people higher up the chain. Um, I know Leslie, our director, this was the least amount of director's notes a movie's ever gotten at Hallmark. Um, She had, I think, no direct, there was no notes for her director's cut. Um, And so it usually can be a hard sell to keep emotionally packed um, content uh, in some of their, in in their scenes sometimes. And so um, people pulled it off and I wish I could take credit for it, but, but I think some fights were fought there. Um, and uh, and I'm I'm just thrilled that it came out the way it did. Well, you crushed it, yeah. and we it's clear yeah. that we could talk with Michael yes. literally all day long. Yeah, and we're, we're gonna really have to good. have him back on. But you got to do the rap. Don't you do this? Don't you do this? No, no, no. Where are we going? What do you have to do? What else do we? We this have is to do. So we try to keep, if we can be transparent. You're we do already, try to keep it under an hour, and we also have to talk to somebody else in like eight minutes. That's right. That's where we are. Hey, do but you know the not, guy? Do you know the guy who is the? You know, have you ever seen Shape of Water? Or Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. The guy yeah. who plays the monster in Pan's Labyrinth with the eyes in his hands, Doug Jones, 
He's our guest for our next podcast. He's and coming on our history podcast. Yeah, we have a history. Why are you talking to me? We, no, we, we have a history podcast. You've got to come on. Basically, I used to be a history teacher. I tell these two guys three stories from history. Two of them are true. One of them is a lie. They have to question me and try to figure out which one the lie is. <laughs> That's really fun. So we've got, but we always do a rapid fire. We're already over an hour because yeah. Michael's been legit the best, the best guest, guest ever. ever yeah. And so we're already over an hour, but we do a rapid fire section where we put you on the spot. You got to answer questions in a hurry and you got to answer them honestly. Are, are you ready for that? Is this like pop culture stuff, guys? No, no, no. no. It's, it's just your about opinion. It's just like about it's like yeah. it's stuff about you. Like, what would you oh, rather have? Oh, like yeah. James Lipton at the yeah, end. Yeah, of- yeah, that's right. He gets that's right. it. I told you it was like inside the actor studio, Michael. <laughs> okay, I love it. I love all right, it. all right. I'll go first. What's something that you lost that it still bums you out to this day that you lost it? <laughs> My wedding band in Hawaii. Oh, wow, that's a real one. It was oh. only platinum. No big deal. <laughs> that's it. Uh, what's the best thing about living in Connecticut? Um. Uh, the, the the nature, nature, the, the the woods, the trees, the snow, the hawks. I have a hawk's nest right up there. Beautiful That's hawks awesome. all day long. That's awesome. Dream director to work for in film. <sighs> Dream director to work for. Oh my goodness. Um. Oh man. David Milch's stuff. I don't know. Mm. If he's not working. Oh yeah, anymore. Deadwood. David Milch. Are you kidding me? David Milch. He's I would love that's a dream. That's that would just be a, a dream. And he writes so well too. That's a great answer. I like this guy. Back when you lived in L.A., did you ever bump into somebody in the supermarket and just thought, "Boy, that's a real big person that I just bumped into in Los Angeles." <laughs> what? Brandon asked the worst question. And by I'm big, sorry. I mean like fat. Yeah, fat. <laughs> Who's the fat? No. Famous, of course. No, no, uh, sorry, I'm going to take this as a tangent. I don't know. I don't have any run-ins that way with with extra large people. Okay. Um, or even. <laughs> I no, walked no, around the corner. And there was nowhere to go. <laughs> I, I, quickly, I, I did this movie called The Guardian with Ashton Kutcher and Kevin Costner. We were shooting in Shreveport, Louisiana, I've for three three four months. Um, and uh, at, at Christmas break, I was at this point, I was sort of still catch hopping in LA. So I'm, I'm Christmas. I'm just going to go back to my family in, uh, in pencil in Philly. And so, uh, Kevin was like, Hey guys, all, all like the group of us, five actors who are the, uh, the, the supporting actors around them guys, do you all guys want to hop on my jet, um, to go back. <laughs> we can all fly back to LA together. Um, classic Costner. <laughs> yeah. Classic Rady. Uh, actually <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm going to Philly for, for, what? I'm going to Philly for Christmas. Thank you, though. What? The dumbest. Oh Why didn't gosh. I say great? <laughs> Michael Rady, are you kidding I me? I was working. I could have just bought a cheap one-way flight from L.A. to Philly. You're killing so, yeah, me. So he, they all flew on it. The, the, like these four or five guys and Ashton and Kevin. Kevin's the nice, sweetest man in the world, by the way. Flew on his jet. Um, like it, all these like amazing easy chair recliners. Just they had, like, drinking the best stuff. Filet mignon and like a thousand dollar champagne. They had the, b- the best flight ever, and I I'm flying back to Philly for yeah. for Christmas. Spirit Airlines. I'm, I'm going to go to West Philly. <laughs> so anyway, that doesn't answer your question. No, that's I, a, great, I that's a better like, story. That's a better story. Could have gotten better to, to the bottom of that whole Waterworld debacle, yeah. but instead you flew back to Philly. Dude, during during our lunch breaks, he would we would go into his trailer and he'd just show us his home videos of behind the scenes of what? Waterworld. 
Dude, it was insane. To, we, Michael, we have to book you to come back on as soon as we get we'll done see here. We'll next, next week. This is I a weekly thing. Like, I love watching you guys struggle to, I, to wrap this up. I, I'm just like, I have to hear more about Michael Rady. That's the problem. Okay, what else? Fire, fire uh, away. What else? Best vegan meal you've ever had. Um, I love Gracias Madre in, in, in L.A. It's a good one. Standard. I love Gracias Madre. Standard. Sta- standard answer. We've heard several people say Gracias Madre. I it's actually ate there when I was out yeah. in L.A. It was awesome. Yeah. It's great. It's a good one. Your dream vacation would be where? Um, dream vacation, either Italy or um, like Fiji or Tahiti. Yeah, somewhere where I could snorkel with the kids or um, just travel around gorgeous old his- his- like history like history man i love it bro like italy so i i gave you two answers i love it italy or the south pacific after uh, uh pan and dan asked their last questions this is my last question would you um would you mind playing a 10 second song about our interview together on the piano i'd love to cool all right okay. pan. uh <laughs> that threw me off your question <laughs> I don't well, know what wait. I'm going to play. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be great. I love, I love it. Uh, where are you rocking on iTunes right now? Or Spotify? What am I rocking on, on Spotify? Um, I've been doing The readers of 17 magazine want to know. <laughs> what are you doing right what do you now? Mean? I just, it's rapid fire. It's not a 20-question quiz for Cosmo. <laughs> Jiminy Christmas. You're just trying to get to know me better, I guys. just want to – I feel like we could have a real what connection here, Michael. What are you rocking on iTunes? I know, I I'm that. sorry, I'm, Michael. I'm, we spent a lot of time looking at one I'm another sorry, earlier. I'm sorry, Michael. I'm sorry Hey, for what's him. your sign? <laughs> I've been gazing at Panda this whole time. Yeah, and I haven't hated it. Jeez. No shame. Don't think less. Don't think less. It's all good. Um, I've been listening to a lot of – some Amy Winehouse and Mumford and Sons. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. So my question has a potential follow-up if you say yes. You've been vegan for 15 years. Do you still ever kind of want a cheesesteak? No, not anymore. Never. Really? I don't. About three years in, that, 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 those, that, those, those, I don't know, just thought processes shift, and then that, that, that had those crazy Can you imagine? I cannot imagine. Craving something for three years and, and not still even. not giving it. This guy. There's no way. I, I tried to give up something <laughs> no. once. There's no way. I just I can't do it. Three the, years? The, I can't even make it a month. Well, the craving. So I'm giving up Lent. I'm just not doing it. The only thing I craved for three years, only thing I craved was Scrapple, which is oh, this really, yeah. Yeah. you know, this yeah. pork product from, from the tri-state area. Yeah. Um, so when I would go back to Philly, I would still have Scrapple for three years. Okay. Three years going back oh, so and forth. I would still, still have it. Okay. okay. It's Look, a Scrapple. You're from Philly. What was your cheesesteak go-to growing up? Your, your cheesesteak place? Oh, Bichetti Brothers. It okay. was around. It was. Um. Oh my God. The the cheesesteak was. It was I'm, about this yay long. I'm all in. Now you're yay wide. Craving it now. You're craving That's it the now. Bread opening up. Yeah. I would take the ketchup bottle. Very unsanitary. I don't recommend this. <laughs> and stick the tip of the ketchup in and just like inject it with ketchup. Oh, oh my god. It was massive. You're you're the reason we're in this mess today. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're the reason. This is your I'm fault. I'm the reason. This whole thing <laughs> is your fault. Contagion is my yes, fault. It's your fault. Michael, yes. you have been the best guest. We, it's the song. The we best. did the song. We need to oh, we don't have time. I don't think we have time. Oh, we have time. <laughs> we, we've, we've got exactly uh, 30 seconds. Come on, man. I don't have a... Guys, I don't have a song to play. <laughs> I've never I've never been more disappointed in you. Here it um, comes. I, I don't know what... I don't know what I... I don't, I don't, uh, oh, boy. Uh, oh, boy. 
something. Right, guys, I don't know. Is it groovy? Is it in a minor? Is we doing something sort of? I down? like. Yeah, I, I like to minor. Yeah, I think it's with everything going on. <laughs> I had nothing to do today, so I sat with my friends on the phone. Terrible music about death of Hallmark. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Yeah. That was beautiful. Guys, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, this was nonsense. That wasn't even a song. <laughs> I feel like it was a wedding. Yeah. You crushed it. I, you crushed it. I'm. It was beautiful. Up. It was beautiful. It's what we. It's what I think it's what everyone needed. That's what everybody That's needed. What everybody needed. You're right. You, um, you, you all owe me kisses now okay. for doing that. Oh, that was very stressful. Guys, con- there was no song there. Are you going that to Christmas con in July? Are you going to be in Christmas con? Christmas con in July? I don't know. I don't know wow. how it works. Man, guys, do I go? Do they, do they invite me? I think I they know. invite I, you. And I think, if they've not invited you, we got to get on that yeah. right now. They got to invite oh. you to Christmas. Well, con. they also do New Jersey. New Jersey's a little closer. They do Jersey in December, November, December. December. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Let's go to Jersey. We, I, we, okay. we, we got to take. We're gonna. What we're trying to say is we're gonna hang out. We're gonna hang out because we go to Christmas con. We're gonna hang out. Okay. Done. This was, you, are you guys like a mainstay there? Or are you guys like a staple there? No. Uh, is it like only, oh my god, the death the whole market? No, no, no. Gosh, no, no, no. Like, like the, usually there's a there's actor TV actors. We just happen to be there. We do a few panels. We sell a bunch of shirts and just hang out. Well, I mean, some of us are more. Yeah, no, no, no. Panda is a big deal, but the rest of us we kind of fly under the radar. Do you just send my shirt to me? How do I get my yes. shirt? Dude, we will send um, you a shirt. I'm just saying, if you want to deck the Hallmark shirt yeah, and we'll, we'll wear it, it I will send it to you right Easy. now. Is it Easy. in the mail already? How is this <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. What size, Michael? I just wrote Michael Rady, Connecticut. That's all I wrote. <laughs> and they were like, we'll figure yeah. it out. Medium. Got yeah, it. Medium. I think I'm a medium. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm like, kind of a medium fella. <laughs> is there any vegan that's not medium? Everybody, every <laughs> vegan's every medium. Medi- every vegan's and they're all And they're all on the booch. That's right. They're all on the booch. Michael, this was everything we could Oh my it. gosh, you've been so great. We'll talk dude. to you again next week. Thanks. Uh, I don't even know what we talked about, you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> Until then, tomorrow. Merry Christmas. Take care. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast presented by Friendly TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in beautiful Greenville, South Carolina at the flagship property studios on East Coffee Street. For more information, go to deckthehallmark.com. Dude, 